Hi, I'm Phil Palucha from Billionaires in Boxers, and you are set to watch or listen to Leslie Nace. Fantastic interviews, incredible insights. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Client Whispers. I'm your host, Leslie Nace. In this series, I interview entrepreneurs about the importance of communicating, both in the physical and spiritual realm. What inspiration guided them on the path to success in their business and personal life? Stay tuned and find out. Welcome to the very first episode of Client Whispers. I'm Leslie Nace, and I am the host of Client Whispers. So I thought it would be a little bit fun, I hope, interesting, definitely, to have someone interview myself so that you get to know a little bit about my background and how I came to be putting on a podcast called Client Whispers. And to do that, I have asked my good friend, Patty Smith, to join me. And I'm going to let her give you a little bit about her background, and then she'll start in with asking some questions. Welcome, Patty. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here and thrilled to see you in this position (laughs) and uh, starting out on another wonderful endeavor in your your beautiful life. Oh, thank Um, you. I know that the reason you asked me to do it was, number one, our our very long and wonderful relationship, Mm -hmm. Um, but also because I have a background in many of the things that you're beginning to establish, and and that is uh, for several years, the most recent thing was that I was um, CFO and partner in a corporation that produced Um, specialty trade magazines and various industries. And within that scope, I became the editor, um, doing a lot of my own writing as well, editing work for other people. I also worked um, in a creative marketing and worked with um, art galleries, when they were doing their specialty promotions or sending out marketing materials, um, which was a joy for me. That was a wonderful part of my experience. I also had more business experience selling real estate. I had a wonderful career in real estate, enjoyed that very much and became a broker. And from that became a mortgage loan officer. So I have an extensive background in that. However, probably the most important part of my life has been the paralleled spiritual development. And that began, I guess it came right along with the beginning of my real estate career. And so that has led to really who I am, what I do, and I believe that that this is what you're going to talk about is is what we do along the way as we're becoming successful is what really gives us joy. And so um, there were many catalysts and many exciting things that happened to me. 
to move me along in this way. And so now, as I interview you, I would like to ask you, was there any particular catalyst that moved you along this road, or was it inspiration or evolution? Well, um, great question. This is this is interesting for me to be in the hot seat. I'm usually asking questions. <laughs> um, so was uh, uh, any catalyst? I think, you know, as you're talking that life is, it is a journey. And there are certain catalysts and signs and things that happen to you along the way. And for, for me, there were things that happened when I was very young um, that there were, I saw things that not everybody saw. That's the easiest way to put it. You know, I lived in a great big old house. And so it was always the ghost stories that were told that happened on the third floor of this old house. And so there were things that were impressions of not only the, the space of a house, but people that I saw and the connections I had with animals was very strong along the way. But they're the catalyst that perhaps really put my abilities and talents into a framework that gave it the true voice was with um, with shamanism in many ways. When I mean, I'm a lifelong learner, so always about energy healing. I would meet someone who would talk about prana energy, for example, is the first thing, you know. And and so, wow, what is that? How does that work? Healing energy. How does that work? But then when it came to shamanism, it was an invitation to listen to people who um, had a shamanic center and they were opening up and teaching people about shamanism. So I went to listen to a uh, presentation that they were putting on it. And I had people who were going with me, I think three other people. Every one of them backed out last minute. The weather was right, rainy and thunderstorm and just horrendous to make the drive there. I get to this place, which is in a great big old mansion with stone archways and gardens, and I'm walking in and I hear an owl hooting. Now, the, the rain had stopped, so everything was glistening wet, and I hear this owl hooting, and it's like second nature for me to talk back to animals. So I, I was like stopping and going, what's up? You know, everything okay? Or thanks for the greeting. It was a sign because I discovered afterwards, I went in, walked in perfect timing to the presentation for a shamanic journey, which is done with a drum. And the hearing the drum was so natural to me and so easy for me to slip into that space. But the owl was a totem animal of the couple who ran the shamanic center. It was Owl that greeted them when they first found the land where they developed their center. So so you must have felt really in sync. That's a you were really great way in, to put it. In thing. Yeah. You know, but like you, I also had a, a business life. Um when my father passed away 
Um, they, he, he and my mom started a family business. I should back up. So when we were kids, they started a family business of a campground on the, the land. They had 33 acres and people had naturally come to fish in what was known as the Battenkill River. And so out of that, being a social, um, right, uh, soil conservationist, my mouth is running away with my brain. My dad <laughs> developed and planned out a campground. And it was very successful campground. And when he passed away, he actually had started years before handing over some of the responsibilities and reins to myself to take over the family business. So I stepped into the family business. I mean, I loved it. I grew up with it. I lived a ways away and gave up that life to move into the home to be able to take care and run this business for many years. And that was such a wonderful learning experience because I took this mom and pop business into the age of computers and internet and it really developing it in a way that brought in more income and had a greater impact on people there. I remember your I remember your dedication to that business. I happen to I put remember my whole, how dedicated. Yeah. I, I happen to put my whole heart and soul into everything I do, yes. Yes, yes. So the catalyst and from then that much Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm happy. We're, we're getting a delay. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. The catalyst from that experience was a natural flood. It was uh, what they called a hundred year flood. Now, the campground was bordered on two rivers. The bigger one was the Battenkill, and the smaller tributary was the Roaring Branch. And a hurricane that turned into a tropical storm stopped and paused over the top of the mountain dumping just inches and inches of water making the rivers rise trees fall houses fall all of this natural disaster stuff that happened and i happened to be at the edge of where the campground goes down into the woods i was standing there looking off toward the roaring branch because i could hear all of the rocks from the office part, which was up the road a little bit, moving down this this river very fast, you know, and it was like a sound that I had never heard before. We had gotten people out and moving, but we had this one couple that seemed to want to keep going back down to be at, at a camping. So I'm making sure that people are out of there. But as I stood, I was on my way out, and as I stood there, these eight foot tall berm just flattened because of the wall of water that came through. And it was at that moment that I felt that spirit inside of me, that voice was saying to me, it's time for you to move on. And that was a huge catalyst for me to really step into that spiritual side, that intuitive side, the shamanic work, the um, even the psychic medium work to help people with their own life find their own divine inner guidance. So 
sometimes I think of them as stepping stones and sometimes they're big messages that just kind of smack you in the face. Well, and, and, um, that, that experience so well integrated your spiritual life. You're talking about the inspiration and the knowing that took place. And yet you had, I, I was with you during that time. So I know how you handled it, how you had to write grants and, and work with the government and FEMA and, and all of those things and get the business done while holding space for yourself. Yes, definitely. You know, it's about resilience. And in this time uh, and age of uh, changes throughout our whole world, it is about, you know, where's your inner resilience? Where's your guiding light in this? And so many people um, wake up and they just kind of go, yeah, you know, there's something more for me in this life. There, I have so a greater Leslie, purpose. Leslie, how how would you go about guiding someone who has put their heart and soul into a business? And you know that takes 27 hours a day. Right? <laughs> when you're starting your own business or working in your own business, you're constantly there. You you do everything. You are the the president. You're the vice president. You're the CEO. You deliver. You you do everything, and and so how do you advise someone who is attempting to develop that to to find the joy within, so they don't get to that point where they say, "Here I am, fifty five years old. I've worked my tail off." And what do I have to show for it? I'm not happy. What, how do you guide people to, to, um, to steer themselves to a better life? I think the I should first, say a better inner life. I have a better inner life. Uh, you know, yeah. the, the most important thing is to truly hold a loving, compassionate space for any client that comes along because our experiences may seem very similar and yet they're very different. In my case, I stepped into a family business. On other cases, there are people who have this talent that they're told, you know, this is, you're good at this, you know, this, you should be able to make a living at this. And yet, you know, that's not, you always knew that maybe you wanted to go be baking up cakes and cookies. Maybe you're really an artist. Maybe you have a passion for healing. Maybe there's something else that that truly drives you. And what happens to most of the clients that I work with is that why they're waking up and they're going, so what? You know, so what if I have been the successful driven person? I'm not happy. I am spending way too much time. I don't want to give 24-7 or, you know, the rest of my life, my relationships, my health, my well-being is being affected. And there are a lot of people since uh, the, the lockdown who really got a taste of, no, life isn't going to work this way anymore. And we have a lot of means to free up our time 
than we used to have to free up our time and to build that business. So it really has to start with the individual because what's going on truly inside of you, giving a space to voice that inner feeling of maybe you never told anyone before how you feel, what you want to do, what your true desires are. And maybe this is the first time you get to get it off your chest. So that's one of the first things, just holding that space for people to do that. But while they're doing that, I use the tools that I have. And that means that not only as, as, a, um, as a spiritual advisor, I do have the background in, in shamanism and healing work and as a psychic medium. So I'm looking at the whole person. I am looking at whatever your auric field may be. I'm listening as a communication specialist. I'm listening to your words. I'm looking at your body language. And there's a point where something is said, that action is taken, that I might raise another question so that it opens up to go even deeper into that spot. And as we go deeper, then I use some other techniques in which your own unconsciousness, your subconsciousness can come up and and answer for you and really get revealed what's going on. Because we tend to put up roadblocks, you know, we wear a mask, we may be this business person here, but there's some other side of us somewhere else. So that's the start of it. So what what in particular um, you mentioned that that you would you could um, you're using everything in your toolbox, and mm-hmm. that's what I think is really amazing about you and the work that you're doing, is that you have taken from all different facets of life, um, not not just the mental and the thinking part of it, but you've grasped the emotional part. The possibility that um, there there might be some emotional conflict that is holding this person back or making mm-hmm. them unhappy. So it's not just a goal setting type of thing. No. Um, if I if I'm mistaken, tell me it's not just goal setting. It no. is looking at the entire person and seeing what is really going on within. What's 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 motivating you on a level that you don't see? Is that correct? Or is, I mean, is that really what you are attempting to do? That's a, that's a nice clarification. Yes. You know, it's getting down to, if I use one word is why, you know, sometimes it's like, uh, you remember toddlers when they first started asking questions, you know, um, why is the moon white? Why is the grass green? Why, 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 why can't why, I why, touch why, the why? stove? Yeah, yes. you know, and it's still that same basic why. What is your, is, but this is that inner why. That's the inner, why does this excite you? Why does this fill you with joy and happiness? Why do you want to do this? Why do you take this direction versus that direction? It's really a self-discovery because the people I work with already 
they're successful and they're driven people, you know, they're entrepreneurs. But sometimes you need to slow down and you need to be more in tune with you and why you want what you want. Why do you want this change? And why is it important? Why is it important now? That's a really, that's one of the questions that, that I definitely ask people. So why now? What changed in your life? Because we make changes. I'm curious, what, what kinds of answers do you get when you ask someone, what, why now? Uh, a lot. I, I can think of one client in particular, um, very successful in, in his industry, um, top of his game, winning awards, and yet waking up and going, I'm not happy. I, I don't, I've done this. I don't feel like I want to do this anymore. What's my purpose? What does that mean, find your purpose? And that's what he what? said to me. People keep telling me, find my purpose. What is that purpose? Well, you know, it's like, why did you start the business to begin with? And so he said, well, I found out, you know, I, I was good at it. I went from being a recruiter to going, oh, I can do that on my own. So I started a, my own business. Then I was recognized as having another skill with uh, helping entrepreneurs in their business. And so I ended up being a business coach. So every step that he took along the way was another you know, he just looked around and said, oh, okay, I can do this. Yet when it really got down to his why, it wasn't about the millions that he made. It wasn't about that he lives on an island. It was about spending more time with his family. And it was about leaving a living legacy because of his background as a child he had one central figure in his life who inspired him to succeed against all odds. And the odds were stacked against him. And this person unexpectedly left their life and that he, he had to do it on his own. So they really, you know, they did do that work hard in, in many of the, the, the beginning years. But at this point in their life, it wasn't, I don't have to work that hard. Do I work smarter? Absolutely. Do I find what then gives me joy? Yeah. And then it's a matter of how do you practice that joy every day? You know, we, we break the habits that we know because we're easily get up on the same side of the bed, put our legs in our pants, the same leg in the pant every day. We brush our teeth with the same hand. We do those things over and over again. So if you want to have a different life, become a different you, and follow your true joy and passion, then you kind of have to break the mold of what was and move toward what is. So that's why that why can be so, so important. You're reminding me of a phrase that that I heard someone talking about um, a couple of days ago, and they had been put into, uh, they, they kept going into better and better positions, 
but their complaint, they've lost the joy. And this person said, I'm now managing those people who are doing the job that I loved. Very interesting point. We keep taking the advances, thinking that that moving up the ladder, because I think particularly in the um, American culture, that's the aim, to keep getting better and better has to do with taking the next job, going up to the next level. And those are all good things, as long as they bring joy. So I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing, because I believe there are a lot of people out there who are don't know why they're dissatisfied. You know, I, I think there may even be, well, I'll ask you this, is, is there guilt involved in that sort of thing where you think, I have everything that I want, and I'm still not satisfied, and I'm not happy? You know, I think that we find uh, uh, the emotion of guilt can be in so many things. It's not the prevalent emotion but there are a series of emotions and mindsets that we have carried through life. So one of the things that I have is, you know, I, if people don't know my work, then there's like this open front door offer that you come in and you have two sessions with me and we drill down on the why and really just discover what's going on. That can lead into it a four-month session where you take what you are now discovered, your your why, your passion, and your, your purpose. How do you want to move forward? So in four months, it is just really taking those steps. It's not trying to take some big bite out of change to suddenly just, okay, I've changed. This is it. Because it doesn't happen that way with us as people. So during those four months, you will explore like the the inner part of us. You know, we're gonna clean out the clutter, whatever is going on physically, emotionally, mentally, and even spiritually, we find clutter. So what does that clutter mean? What does that look like? Well, that might mean that there's guilt or shame or feelings of not enough or not worthy enough, and that you keep pushing yourself to achieve just what you said. You keep going because you think that's what's expected out of me, out of society, and then you find that you're not happy. So within all of that, this four months is is like, do you want to smile in, in this new year? Do you want to smile in your life, in your work, in your business? And it's, it's having, we, we don't do this alone. None of us do. But there's always having that consultant who's there that can see something different. This is where this course helps you to come back into what I call putting on a different cap, right? And a cap stands for clarity, awareness, and perception. That's what it always seems to come down to. So if you can take off one cap and put on a new cap, then you're facing life or meeting life at a different level. And, you know, it, life in, in uh, holistic or healing terms is about frequency as well. So we're raising our frequency from where we were to up-leveling it. And you'd up-level yourself, like you said, in business. You're always going to the next thing. 
but this is a matter of how do you do it um, in a more sustainable way and future. And then, of course, there's always, you know, a, a longer term group after that part. And I see we're getting close to the end of our time. So I will ask you if there's anything else that you would like to ask me at this time. Well, just briefly, I know we didn't touch on your animal communicating, but but I I uh, I can't resist connecting <laughs> the um, animal healing and animal communication with the communication that you have with humans as well. Um, I know that as you were doing those the working with people and pets. Um, that it was one of the things that I learned from you is that when we learned about our pets, we were really learning about ourselves. Little. Most, most definitely. Um, you know, and I still do. I have um, clients still who come to me for animal communication in itself, especially when it comes to loss of animals in people's lives. That happens to be one of the specialties. But the crossover for me in the the bereavement part of animal communication and the bereavement part of people were crossing over. So in the shamanic term, I'm able to travel to a, a person who's perhaps in the end of their life and even before helping them come to tie up the end of life, you know, to to leave peacefully. And that's some of what I do in that so that they can pass on to the next world. But what I was also finding in the animal communication world is that many people just would say, just fix it. Just fix my pet. You know, tell me what to do and it'll just fix it. Mm, no. Anything that happens in our world is our choice and it's up to us. We are the ones who make the decision. We are the ones, they live in our, our environment, they pick up on our words, our actions, and all of it. And so if there is um, a pet who is unhealthy, most often they are helping the person they live with. It, that illness I think this can, is a wonderful way to, uh, I'm looking at the clock as well, Oh, and my clock is, is a little different. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm right at 30 now, so I, I thought maybe that was the end. But um, yeah, I, it, integrating everything together and all of your experience um, is what what makes you who you are and, and uh, confident to be able to help so many people with your expertise and, and your big heart. <laughs> I want to thank you, Patty, for being here today on Client Whispers in which to kind of introduce some of the work and give people a feel for what it is that I do in the world. And because I believe that intuition is the heart of innovative business, it is my why as to Client Whispers. I want to know from business people, did intuition play a big part in their lives? Is it what moved them from where they were to where they are? It is it their guiding light. So I hope that you will join all of the episodes, but certainly many, and, and may they spark 
some inspiration and intuition into you. Thanks for being here on Client Whispers. Thank you so much for joining me on the Client Whispers. Be sure to share this with friends and family. And you can drop me a line, info at lesleynace.com or connect on LinkedIn. And remember, that whisper you hear might just be the inspiration you need for success. Thank you for enjoying this content by Billionaires in Boxes. If you would like to be a guest or a host, be sure to get in contact with us at billionairesinboxes.com.